Welcome to Alumni Evolution, the official podcast of the Kentucky Wesleyan College Alumni Association. Join us each week as we interview incredible alumni and friends and follow the evolution of their lives. Hey, everybody. We are back for another edition of Alumni Evolution, the official podcast of the KWC Alumni Association. I am Doug Hoyt, and I have the privilege of serving as the host of this podcast. Welcome again, and today I have a fabulous guest, Jillian Higdon. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. Well, I, te- I appreciate you taking a few minutes to, of your time to come and talk with us. We're going to tell a few stories, talk about each other, have a good time for just a little little bit here. Uh, you know, the, the, our format is a little different maybe with my other guests than it might be with you. And so let me explain that to our listeners. Jillian graduated this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's a young alumni, a very young alumni. <laughs> yes, very fresh off the off the KWC graduation. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, but you know that what doesn't change is that the whole purpose of this podcast is to tell our stories, and Jillian has a great story, and and I'm excited that you have agreed to come today and talk to us and and share your story with with the mm-hmm. folks that listen. Yeah, I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> so uh, let, let's kind of walk through this. You you if you graduated in 23, it means you came to Wesleyan in 2019. Oh, right mm-hmm. before the pandemic. Yes, the word we do not like to say. <laughs> uh, which one? Pandemic or COVID? Well, ah, there both. we go. I said them both. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, I started in the fall of um, 2019 and, you know, no one at the time was expecting a huge pandemic to, you know, hit our our world. Um, but my first few months um, as a freshman was great. Um, I r- rushed through uh, the sorority and I joined Kappa Delta sorority. So for all all my Katie ladies listening, AOT. Um, So that was a great way to, you know, find some girls and just a community starting out. And I had a great freshman orientation group, made lots of friends, um, made friends with people I went to high school with, which was cool that I didn't really talk to and obviously meet a lot of new people. And and my first year, the first semester was great. And then, you know, halfway through the second semester, that's when we got the email. Unfortunately, I think it was mid-March and they said, you know, we're going to have to close down Send the school, home. send us home. And, and I'm a commuter. I lived in Owensboro my whole life. So going home was just 15 minutes to drive down the road. But for other students, unfortunately, that was packing up all their things and flying across the country back to where they live. And um, it was really, really sad at first because, you know, I just joined um, Kappa Delta and made a bunch of fun friends through that. And um, I was on our council and I was starting these leadership roles. And then, you know, everything just got shut down and it was very isolating for a while. And um, it's you can't really prepare for something like that. So it was very it was very difficult to navigate, um, especially like the hybrid learning, because some professors don't really even know how to teach online. They weren't really prepared for that. So that was something very interesting. But, you know, we kind of had to just go with the flow. And um, and we did. And when we came back my sophomore year, um, it was the hybrid model. So some in-person classes, some um, online 
And so that was kind of hard, uh, again, being um, a leader in my sorority. And then, you know, I tried to inculcate myself into other clubs, but we couldn't have meetings. We couldn't have events and couldn't do anything. In no, person. you couldn't do anything. And so we kind of had to get creative with, you know, virtual games and virtual meetings. But it just wasn't the same as being um, in person with somebody. So that was definitely very difficult my sophomore year. And I know I wasn't the only one um, who was struggling with this. Um, you know, we all were kind of trying to find the fun and, and being involved in clubs and, you know, enjoying our classes with a different hybrid model. Um, and then luckily toward the end of sophomore year, it kind of started to clear up a little bit. And then into my junior year, um, we had to wear masks around campus, but it was more in person again. And so that kind of was a big, a big flip. And honestly, my junior year is when I decided you know, I really want to make the most of my Wesleyan experience. And I signed myself up for every club, signed myself up for every, um, you know, to join SGA and do all kinds of stuff yep. that do I wasn't really prepared for. Um, but I think just being isolated and realizing how, you know, lonely it can be to not have that in-person contact is what really made me want to make the most of my experience when I came back. Cause you just, you take things for granted. So, yeah, just a little bit of that so, situation. So, you know, you don't strike me as an introvert. Um, see, well, before I came to Wesleyan, I would consider myself an introvert, but after I left, I'm definitely well, an extrovert. Well, congratulations, Kentucky Wesleyan. <laughs> uh, yes, right, thank you for Jillian that. For bringing out of her show. <laughs> yes. So, it, it's it, the uh, during that COVID time, it it was really interesting. I had uh, a lady who uh, worked on my team at the very beginning. And I said to her, I went to her office one day and I said, so, you know, if we have to send people home, mm -hmm. would you be willing and able to work from home? I thought she was going to hug me. She looked at me and said, oh my gosh, I have been waiting for this my entire life. Of course I'll work at home. She didn't like being around people. She mm -hmm. liked that environment. Yeah. And so she didn't struggle so much mm -hmm. during COVID. Mm -hmm. But there are others mm -hmm. who felt that sense of isolation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it was, it was really interesting. Um, you talked about hybrid teaching. Um, mm -hmm. So one of the things I have the pleasure of doing is being an adjunct professor here at Kentucky Wesley. Mm -hmm. And during that COVID period, I was asked if I wanted to teach my course virtually. Mm -hmm. And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> Why'd you not want to? Because I am a... I want to see you. I want to get the vibe from you. I want to have the conversation. Mm -hmm. And I'm convinced you cannot have that same experience I agree. through a computer screen. You know, you have to have it in person. And mm -hmm. I said, let me just set this one out. Mm -hmm. You know, and we'll see what next time brings. Yeah. And it did. It, it And then we had to wear the big face shields when yes. we were teaching. You know, it was crazy. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, you were, you mentioned you are from Owensboro. Mm -hmm. I am born and raised. Yeah, I've lived here um, my entire life. Um, my dad's from here. My mom, she's lived across the country, but she met my dad and we moved here. Um, and I've just lived here my whole life. 
And so that was kind of a big reason why I wanted to go to Wesleyan was because it was here in Owensboro. Um, I know my senior year, I don't know if anyone could relate because some people, they know exactly where they want to go to college. They're already sending in their applications right when the application's live. And I kind of was a last minute applicant um, in December. I I just didn't really know. I honestly had a a breakdown at my kitchen table being pretty vulnerable because I just, I didn't know like where I wanted to go, but I knew Wesleyan was in town. I mean, I knew the local colleges here in town and I, and then I um, went to, I think it was the scholars weekend. And that's when I really fell in love with um, KWC and just being here in town. That was like a big um, green flag for me to stay in town. Um, I have family here and I'm, I, as much as I was isolated during COVID, I am a big homebody. Surprisingly enough, I love like being at home with my family and my two little dogs. Um, I love them. So I didn't really want to just get up and leave right now. So, um, yeah, Owensboro, I just think it's a great city. There's so many opportunities here, especially it's a small town, but it's also a big town in the, in the same type of way. Um, so I just loved this area and I, that's kind of why I wanted to so stay So that's in town. not often what you hear, particularly mm-hmm. from young people about Owensboro. Yeah. I, I'm kind of the silent majority in that aspect. Well, that's good. Okay. So, uh, I, I got to stop for just a minute and talk about some of the important stuff. Mm-hmm. Two dogs. You got to tell us about your dog. Oh, I could talk about my dogs all day. So I have one dog. His name's Cannon. Um, Cannon, like the camera. My parents are photographers. So we named it after the Cannon camera, but with a K because my mom's name's Kate. So with a K. So his name's Cannon JPEG Higdon. Again, oh with the camera. Goodness. It's so extra, but we're just a very extra family. Um, and he's 12. He turned 12 in May. And what he, kind is he? He's a malt. Let's see. What is he? Oh, he's a Morky. So a Maltese and a York mix. Okay. And then I have another dog. Her name is Cookie Jolene. My mom loves Dolly Parton. So that's where that came from. And Cookie's also with a K. So people spell it with a C. That is not right. Um, Her name is Cookie Jolene. (laughs) And she is a Cavapoo. So a King Charles Cavalier and a Poodle mix. And she's three. She's feisty and a a little diva. But we love her. And I just they're my whole world. I'm always taking pictures of them and taking them on walks and just pampering them, petting them all day. I mean, they are the most spoiled dogs I've ever seen. <laughs> so, um, well, there's nothing wrong with having spoiled dogs. That's true. That, That's what they're it, meant for. Spoil every them. pet that we've ever had is a member of the family and has exactly. been exactly that spoiled mm-hmm. rotten. Yeah. So, how many dogs do you have? Well, we have none now. Oh. Uh, and we have had. Uh, a dog for a very long time and of course she passed and then we had a cat for a very long time Mm -hmm. uh, a very long time uh, 20 years oh wow yeah that's almost as old as i am oh my heavens (laughs) uh what a mess Mm -hmm. she was just a mess but uh yeah so pets are members of the family and Mm -hmm. i think they should be they are i truly believe that so you said your parents are photographers. Mm-hmm. Tell me what that looks like. So my, they own Captured Moments Photography here in town, and I don't want to toot my own horn or their own horn, but they are one of the most well-known um, photography studios in town. Um, they've been in business for about 17 to 18 years, about as old as my brother. He's 19. So about when he was a, a little baby is when they started up their, their business. And they truly grew from the ground up. 
and um, I could just go on how proud I am of all they've accomplished. Um, they do family portraits, senior portraits, um, baby portraits, pet portraits, just about anything. Um, and then my mom's the one who takes the photographs. And then my dad, he's kind of behind the scenes. He's my mom's a huge extrovert. So she loves, you know, working with people and taking pictures. And my dad's more of an introvert. He's behind the computer doing all the cool editing. So okay. with Photoshop is he does like little things, but he, the things he can do, I mean, it's, it's like art, what he can do for editing. Oh, it absolutely is it's, art. It's yeah. awesome. And so I kind of get my creative juices from him. And then I get my mom's bold talking to people a lot from her. So um, they're just a great mix. And uh, I'm just so proud of all they've done. They've um, competed in printing competitions and they've won so many awards and they've traveled around the country for it. And uh, yeah, I'm just very, very proud of them. And they've always asked if I wanted to take over the studio, but... I don't know if that's so. Do you what work I'm, in the studio? I do not. I I've helped. Um, you know, I'll help with a session here or there. If you know, no one's there, I'll help my mom out with with a senior session or um, if like a dance team comes in. You know, there's a bunch of people there, so I'll help in that regard. But not really. I'm not really behind the camera. That's kind of where my mom, which I do love photography and taking photos, but she has so many aperture and focus and all the words I don't know too much on. So she kind of does that, but I'll always help her if she would need help with, with anything. So, okay. So what keeps you busy today then? So as of now, I do have a job. I work at, um, an art and frame shop in downtown Owensboro called studio one Oh five art and frame gallery. I'm actually wearing, no one can see me, but I'm wearing a Claude Monet t-shirt right now that I specifically got to wear for work. Cause obviously Claude Monet is a great artist. So, um, I work there. I honestly, my whole time I've been at Wesleyan, I've been working at the studio. Um, I started in November of 2019. So about right when I started college and uh, I run all of our social media, which kind of works with my major that I majored in here, which is business marketing. And so I run our socials and um, I run our website. We have eBay stores where we sell lots of items. So I take photos for that. And then um, I also work with customers and help them design custom framing. So shameless plug, if anyone needs custom framing, you know where to go. Studio 105 is where to go. We've been in business about 42 years. My boss, he's been and killing the game, best in town. Um, highly recommend him for any type of framing you have. So I've just really loved it there. It's a small business and my parents have a small business. So small businesses kind of has a special place in my heart. So working there um, over the past few years and really just, and I've also been able to meet so many great people um, with customers we've had coming through the doors and just getting to tell my friends about it. I've even had some of my close friends go to get things framed there, which is really cool. Um, some of them have had their Wesleyan diplomas framed. Oh, so, yeah. so that's kind of cool. It's like a full circle thing. Um, and some of my sorority sisters have had their composite photos framed and some of my Stigat friends, um, they've gotten things framed there. So I just, it's just a great place to work and I've just had a, a great time working there. So, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Well, cool. Yeah. So, uh, in school, you part of the sorority, mm -hmm. the KDs. Yes. And, but you mentioned the SIG EPS and mm -hmm. I, that piqued my interest. I was a SIG EP when I yeah. was here. Oh, awesome. Well, um, I was their sweetheart. Um, not this past year, the year before. So I'm guessing 2022. I think I was a sweetheart. Okay. So yeah, 22, 2021, one of those years. So they hold a special place in my heart too, um, being their sweetheart. That was really awesome. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. Greek life was always fun to me. Mm -hmm. It um, is. You know, I, 
I did not live in the fraternity my freshman year. I pledged, but mm-hmm. I didn't live in the fraternity. Mm-hmm. And then sophomore, junior, and senior did live in the fraternity house. And it was such a different experience, but it yeah. was so much better. You know, you feel mm-hmm. integrated. Yeah, um, you really do. And that's what I love about Greek life here is because it's smaller, not as big at other schools. You do feel strong connections with almost everyone in your in your chapter. So, yeah. So um, what else? Um, you said you joined about every club, which is interesting. But, <laughs> Just about. You know, what, what are the other significant things that kept you interested in busy? Yeah. So, um, like I said, kind of my freshman year, I rushed Kappa Delta and um, I was a KD my first year. And then sophomore year, it kind of was at a standstill um, because we couldn't really have any events and clubs couldn't really promote anything because of COVID. And then my junior year is really when I wanted to, I kind of told myself, you know, I want to get as involved as possible. So um, Kenzie Tomes, she, well, Kenzie Andrews now, she's got married. Yes, just got married. Yeah. And uh, she reached out to me and asked if I wanted to be president of Dance Purple, which is a club that raises money for pediatric cancer research. And it's kind of, if anyone's familiar with Dance Blue at um, University of Kentucky or um, Raise Red at WKU, I believe, it's just a big dance marathon where we raise money, we dance all day, and um, we kind of reveal how much money we've raised throughout the whole year. So um, my junior and senior year, um, all year, I would have fundraisers through throughout the year to raise money for pediatric cancer research. We did um, little boo grams for Halloween. We would have hot chocolate stands, lemonade stands. We had a kickball tournament. So that really kept me busy um, being president of that club. And then I was also, my senior year is when I decided to um, run as a senior commuter senator for SGA. Okay. And so I got into that. And then our first meeting, um, they were voting for the speaker pro temp, which is a position that focuses on diversity and inclusion and equity. And you kind of you know, have events for, for those type of things. And I didn't know, but this position you're voted into and someone voted me into it and everyone voted for me. And I was like, okay, I guess this is my position. And as I was leaving, um, Yoslin Herrera, she's still the SGA president. She's president at the time too, said, you know, the council needs to stay. And I was heading out and she's like, oh, Jillian, you're on the council now. I'm like, oh, so I, I didn't, I wasn't prepared for that. Yeah. So, um, well, yeah, I was like, welcome. I'm like, okay. So um, I served on that my senior year and that was a position I really thoroughly enjoyed doing that. Um, we had, I think we did an event for Alcohol Awareness Week. That was a full week of events and we got lots of people from um, around town, like True North and River Valley Behavioral Health come in and do events with us, which was really cool. And then we did a lot of things for Black History Month, which was awesome. And then we um, did some things for for Spanish Heritage Month, which is actually going on right now, I believe. So we did things with them and Seoul and all kinds of different diversity clubs on campus. So that was a really awesome position. I wasn't prepared, like I said, to have all that on my shoulders, but that was probably the most unexpected thing that I gained so much and learned so much from um, with that. So So one of the things that I get a great deal of of joy out of is the fact that I get to serve on the Alumni Association Board of Directors. In fact, currently I am serving in my second year as the president of the Mm -hmm. Alumni Association. And you, in June, Mm -hmm. were just elected to serve on the Alumni Association Board of Directors. And, um, you know... 
I, I think one of the things that I absolutely promote all the time is connectivity back mm-hmm. to the students. I think it's so important that the alumni stay in touch with the students and vice versa. You know, there's, mm-hmm. the students can learn so much from alumni, but mm-hmm. the reverse of that is true also. You know, the yeah. alumni can really make the experience better and, and learn from students as well. So uh, congratulations. I, I, I'm not certain... But at least in recent history, I think you may be the youngest member of the alumni board. Oh, my goodness. I I knew I was young, but I didn't know I'd be like the youngest one. Well, that's awesome. You know, first year out. I mean, not Mm -hmm. even the first year. You graduated in May. You came on the board in June. Yeah. Right? Yeah, right away. And I, I do want to give a shout out to Brandon Cox. He was the one, um, he actually worked for my parents um, years and years ago. So he's known me since I was like really little. And he's the one that reached out to me about applying because I honestly would not have known about applying or that I was even eligible being so new as an alumni. And he said, you know, you should totally do it. And I'm like, okay. So I, I filled out the form and, and definitely gave him some kudos for that. So I wouldn't be here without Brandon. So I just want to give him a shout out out but I, I'm so happy I did because it's been it's been great so far to be part of it and just continue to give back to the school that gave me so much and that is the message right mm-hmm. there and I'll use my air quotes leadership <laughs> has not ended mm-hmm. um, you have a bit of a leadership role now on the board. Yeah, Talk I do. About that. Yeah. So um, I know at our first meeting, we um, were, you know, discovering kind of what committees we all wanted to be part of. And um, I think there was, it was Young Alumni, the Targeted, and then is the other one that's the Advance. Which athletics. One? Athletics, yeah. yeah. And so, obviously, I was like, well, young alumni, I think I'm like the youngest that, alum that, here. That is you. So, that that is me. And so, I uh, ranked that number one. And I remember saying, you know, if I need to be the committee chair, I'm totally cool with that. But if not, that's fine. And then, um, Summer and Doug, they reached out to me a little bit later and said that me and Ryan Williams were chosen to co-chair, which is awesome. Me and Ryan have had a lot of um, conversations. And we've had our first meeting um, with our young alumni committee. So that's really cool. And uh, it was just an honor to to serve with them. And, and the people part of the committee are all really great. And at our first meeting, we kind of had a lot of cool ideas in the works that we're wanting to implement this year. And um, I know we want to focus on our gold alumni, which is the graduates of the last decade. And I know Kinsey Andrews, she's really excited about that. So we're going to be working alongside her and, and just playing events for you know those young alumni um, here and there. And we were kind of thinking of spreading them out throughout Kentucky. Um, so if someone isn't here in Owensboro, but in Louisville, we could do little traveling things. And uh, we're just so excited. We have lots of ideas. And I know we want to work with the senior committee. I know that was what some of the, the committee did last year, which was really cool. And, you know, be there with them at graduation. Because I know, Doug, you were there at graduation passing out Absolutely. food to all of us, which was really cool and, and just special um, to see that you all were there for us um, in that really special moment for us. So we have lots of ideas. We're very, we're very excited to see what... Um, the committee can do um, for the board and for alumni and and especially the students, the current students right now. So from my perspective and from the board's perspective, thank you for being willing first to serve on the board, of course, yeah. but being willing to step up. And, you know, it is, I think, a bit of a dual role. Mm-hmm. It is a learning opportunity, but it's also a giving opportunity. Um, you know, you, you you still have 
that closeness to the student perspective. Mm -hmm. And it's so important to know what the students need and think. Um, It's just absolutely critical if we want to be successful in the future. Yeah. You know, uh, a change that we made this year, uh, again, I, I... I, I promote very strongly connectivity back to the students, and <clears throat> we now have two student representatives on the alumni board. Yeah, that uh, one that comes from SGA, and one that will come from the senior committee, mm-hmm. uh, and they'll select that person uh, shortly, mm-hmm. uh, and and for our next meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think you're that third. Uh, prong of bringing that student, that young connectivity, um, and bridge that bridge over to alumni. And so, thank mm-hmm. you for doing that. Of course, yeah. You know, I'm it's, really honored. it's just it, it. I think we're. I, I feel like we're making some real progress in in uh, making connections, and mm-hmm. and that's what it's all about. I think so too, and and that's kind of. I do agree. That's why you know when I joined the board, I thought I still had that. Because uh, a lot of my friends are still still go here, and so it's kind of I'm in this weird limbo where you know they're all still on campus and I not as much. So kind of being part of the alumni board still allows me to stay connected with them while they finish out their years. But you know I'm always kind of talking about what we do on the board and, and bringing up things or events, and I'm even inviting some of my young alumni friends to different things to kind of get them out and about and to stay connected with the school. So I've really been trying my best to keep them um, as connected as possible because I think it's truly important to stay connected with your alma mater for sure. There's no question. And Mm -hmm. I appreciate you being willing to do that. Of course. So what does Jillian like to do for fun? (laughs) For fun? Hmm. Well, I know my last year um, specifically because I had so much going on with school and my involvement, which I loved. I'm, I'm not saying I didn't love it. I loved it. So I kind of didn't have time to do um, as much. I didn't have as much free time. But if I did, um, I was always going out with my friends, doing shopping or doing little photo shoots. That's a big thing we do. Um, but now, you know, I just kind of go to work and then I'm like, well, I don't have to type a paper up. I don't have to do a presentation. <laughs> so I've got all this free time. So one thing I really love to do, and it kind of sounds a little weird, I do creative makeup. That's something I'm really kind of passionate about, especially with Halloween coming up. I've kind of come up with some cool Halloween makeup looks on my face. And it's also a great way for me to just disconnect because I know my generation, we're just glued to our phones or screens. And sometimes I just need to throw that aside and just kind of be creative. So um, I consider myself a really creative person. Um, Like at work, I'm always making cool graphics for us to post for our social medias. And even when I was here on campus for all the different clubs, I pretty much ran, I think I ran Dance Purple's Instagram, SGA's Instagram. I ran Capital deltas for two years. So I'm really up with social media and and just editing and creating. And so with makeup, it's kind of like my art form. Um, I like to paint and draw, but doing it on my face is just kind of different and unique. So I like doing that. Um, I love going to the movies. I love obviously time with my friends and family. Um, I try to, maybe I'll try to get into cooking. Um, I've been making these little pizzas here recently that have been pretty good and super easy. So maybe I'll get into cooking, but I think this free time I've had, I've kind of had more time to discover some hobbies I didn't know I've enjoyed. One thing is I love to walk here recently. I go on my little walks every day after work and I've kind of made a routine with that. So I didn't really 
notice how much I would enjoy that, you know, with all my busyness I had during school. So just every, you know, every day I'm trying to find something new that I enjoy and, and I'm pretty much go with the flow with everything I like about anything. You know, if you put it in front of my face, I'll probably, probably enjoy doing it. So that's kind of what I've been trying to do here recently. So this is a cool time of the year for somebody that likes to do artwork on the face. Yes, right? with it the is. Halloween right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do you post? I do. Any of your designs? I do. I have an, um, an Instagram makeup by Jillian. It's actually what it's called, but I think I'm going to change it for this month and call it makeup by Gulian. I usually change that every year. So mm. it's kind of like a little twist on that. So I do post them um, here and there just to kind of show people what I do. And then I, I also get excited when people um, use it for inspiration. And so that's pretty cool if I can inspire someone to recreate something or give them just a creative juice in their head just by posting my picture of my makeup. I'll give them some some inspiration. So especially for this time of year, people are looking for what they want to be for Halloween. I can give them that little inspiration for them to to recreate and and you can do almost anything at halloween Uh, and it's acceptable (laughs) yes that is true yeah you can do i mean you can be a scary zombie or like put pink all over your face and you'll just it's acceptable yeah like you said yeah so you can be whatever be whatever you want Mm -hmm, exactly so that's what i think not the rest of the days of the year no no that might be that might give you some eyeballs looking at you (laughs) or arrested yeah (laughs) that's true that is very true (laughs) oh heavens well so we are nearing the end of our time um Let me give you a last word. Okay. Well, um, it was great um, talking with everybody. Um, if I had to just say anything, I don't know. It's kind of put me on the spot here. Um, I would just say, you know, if anyone is, you know, especially, I guess I'll speak to my young alumni because those are the ones I can connect with the most. Um, just really try your best to stay as connected with KWC as you can. Um, I know sometimes like with all the draining schoolwork, you think once I'm out, like I don't want to think about school again, which I understand that, especially right off the bat, like, you know, getting all your tests done, but it is so awesome to just stay connected with, you know, your alma mater. And I've just met so many great people like Doug and many of the people on the alumni board and just hearing their stories is just some of the coolest, coolest things. I know um, we had a dinner before our first alumni meeting and hearing some of the 1973, Doug probably knows who I'm talking about. They're absolutely (laughs) hilarious. They are. They're a little gang and they were just telling all the stories that they shared and I, it just made me so happy to know that that'll be me one day talking with my friends because some of them are still, you know, in school so we can't really share those fond memories just yet but just seeing that and seeing how you can, if you know, you just stay connected with those people that you went to school with, how those memories can last a lifetime. So I would just say to my young alumni, stay connected because KWC is pretty cool. <laughs> oh gosh, Jillian, I don't think I could have said it any better. That <laughs> is the message of the day right there. Stay connected. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's interesting. Uh, our program is Alumni Evolution. And mm-hmm. I started this by saying, typically, I talk to people about their evolution, but we're looking and going to be watching for your evolution. And it's you've got a long runway ahead of you and mm-hmm. a lot of evolution to experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, I encourage you and others to stay connected just as you did. Yeah. So well, we are at the end of our 
time. And uh, I want to thank everybody for joining us. Um, I want to thank Jillian Higdon for spending a little time with us. Uh, I really appreciate that. And so until next time, have a good day. This has been another episode of Alumni Evolution, the official podcast of the KWC Alumni Association hosted by Doug Hoyt, class of 1984. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow the Alumni Association on social media at KWC Alumni. See you next time, Panthers.